Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Bring it up, Jake. You better you bet on the BetQL Network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you. All our bets for tonight are on the way, including Nikki Football's EPL match day picks uh, for the weekend. Match day two picks for the weekend. Uh, Eagles, Browns preseason, Major League Baseball as well. But uh, Ken, finished the SEC yesterday with Lock Miss Meets, eight buckets. You ready to get going here with some Atlantic Coast Conference football? Yeah, sounds good. I may just uh, rig it for what schools we do, depending on what I feel like. But I'm I'm ready to talk about those schools. Uh, Jake, if Ken indeed does that, what will uh, what will the system be if Ken uh, follows through on that promise? This system is rigged. Jake's had an all uh, legendary performance today. It's d- really good, really really good. A lot of re-racks of the music. Listening to us like on command. A lot of things at the ready. Got Trump he's ready been, to roll. China. He's been. He's been China. 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 Rigged. China. Okay. China. All right. Uh, let's get going here. Ken's going to rig it. Who cares? We're going to talk about schools in the ACC. It's going to be awesome. Schedule and win total analysis in this edition, Jake, of Lochmas Meets Eight Buckets. College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. 
announcers going crazy. Martinez steps up, throws. Crowd. But for Nick and Ken, college football only sounds like one thing. It's Lockmas time on You Better You Bet. Hey. <laughs> All right. SEC done, ACC time. Ken, uh, the system is rigged. Uh, what is the first school we'll be doing in the ACC? Schedule, win total analysis. No, oh, I really don't know who it's going to be. Oh, man, I'm in. The, I'm reaching in the bucket. I don't know what this is going to be. Oh, it's uh, an invisible piece of paper that says Miami on it. Let's talk about Miami. All right, so this the uh, Miami is rigged. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Miami Hurricanes will be team number one here. Uh, win total this year, Ken, of seven and a half. That is just under at our show sponsor, BetMGM, so seven and a half. Uh, juiced under as I bring the schedule up here and Mike Brown maybe has it on the screen. He does. All right, great. Let's start. Uh, September 1st. Is that Friday? It's a Friday, right? September 1st. Uh, Yeah. Yes, definitely. Because two weeks from today is right. the 31st. Thursday. Yes. All right. Friday so night. Miami, Miami open fr- Friday night against Miami, Ohio. I, I bet this game. I laid 16 and a half. Is that might be another Kanish bet, or maybe it was you. So one of our guests or you said, like, Miami under 17, and I bet it against us. So I, I have the Hurricanes already in this game. We know the market here. Ken, what is your projection here? Game one Hurricanes against Miami of Ohio, year two for Mario Cristobal. I don't think I gave you this bet, but I do think it's a good bet. Uh, so we can start there. My numbers are going to be a little off in a few of the games. Not a lot. This is actually the one of the bigger differences. Uh, so market is now 17 mostly on this game, and I am 21. Uh, it will not be like that for almost all the other games, but that just gives you an idea. Like my rating for Miami is like really, really good versus what the market's rating for Miami is. And we'll go through a few of the games, and then I'll kind of tell you why I like them and and uh, and and what the bets are. All right, so that is week one against Miami of Ohio. Can we continue with, uh, and we talked about this game uh, yesterday when we did Texas A&M. Uh, Miami against Texas A&M. Uh, Miami hosting A&M in this game. Yeah, when we talked about Texas A&M's schedule and we, we got to this game, so obviously this is the home and home. Uh, Miami went to College Station last year in a really, really bad college football game, honestly. You and I were in Vegas for that game, but we were getting ready to wake up at like three in the morning to do Sunday shows. So I think we were in our respective hotel rooms. This was the night game. A&M won and covered, and Miami had like 900 chances to get back in the game and just was like miserable offense. That ended up being the story of their season, miserable offense. And they ended up losing a very low scoring game and not covering. Uh, And this is the rematch of that game. Hopefully it's more fun. Uh, or Miami wins by a lot, which would be helpful for me. They'll be do- Miami will be dogs in the game at home. There's almost no question. It's just kind of like how big the number is. Based on like how high on Miami I am, I guess it could be a touchdown. Uh, my number is like five and a half, six, something in that range, like less than a touch, like basically between three and seven. And uh, I just maybe, I, I don't think you're going to learn anything week one. Like Miami plays Miami of Ohio, they're going to win. I guess if they cover by a lot, maybe it's like a little bit of bullishness. But I'll be really curious to see how that market takes shape. A lot of people like A&M this year. They're very talented. Uh, also, they like underperform all the time. And so does Miami. And that's why it's funny that they're playing each other. So I'll say less than a touchdown. But based on kind of like how off I am, you know, a couple points here, a couple points there, maybe it ends up being seven. Uh, I do just want to take this time to say for the people watching on video right now and whatever method you're watching it, great job by downtown Mike Brown and our good friend Sean, smile on his mouth, 
smile on his mouth and his hands on his ha. Huh. Doing a great job here. The, the graphic, the schedule graphics really do look awesome, especially like with yeah, the, the two box and then, and then the solo of both of us when we're talking. Okay, this is like weird um, in terms of like days of games played. So Miami's first game is on a Friday. The second game is on a Saturday, which means this game is what, on a Thursday against Bethune-Cookman yep. in week number three? Yep. So uh, so less 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 time for this game for Miami to prepare. Coming off what's going to be a pretty physical game against A&M. That's a little interesting, right? Miami against Bethune-Cookman on September 14th. I, I could see gambling content people talking themselves into Bethune-Cookman plus a billion uh, with that exact handicap in mind. Also, like, Miami has botched these games historically all the time, like lost some of them, played very close bad games against opponents. That doesn't mean this year they have to do it, but I I can hear that narrative being crafted already. Uh, a, a very likely Miami win on paper right now, at least. September 23rd, Miami on the road at Temple. Uh, I have Miami by 17 and a half. Miami will be idle on September 30th and come out of the hashtag idle period to host Georgia Tech. Yeah, it's a bad setup for Georgia Tech. Uh, Miami finally gets the week off, like you mentioned, that schedule situation. Uh, for that reason, uh, Miami by 14 and a half. Uh, October 14th, Miami on the road at North Carolina. Definitely going to be dogs, probably about a touchdown. October 21st, very interested to hear your projected spread here. Miami hosts Clemson. The look-ahead market for this game is Clemson by nine. Uh, my number is Clemson by seven and a half. So in terms of like number of possessions and scores, we're, we're basically the same. Um, yeah, uh, and that number has a lot of flexibility on both sides. A lot of flexibility with Clemson, obviously. Expected to be not quite as good as like the undefeated teams, but maybe really good. And has, has a chance to, uh, this is the like week seven, something like that. So that a lot of chance for this number to change. Look-ahead's nine. I'm about the same. Uh, and let's see what happens. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Lockmas meets eight buckets. Schedule analysis, win total analysis for the Miami Hurricanes. October 28th, Miami comes off the Clemson game and hosts Virginia. Yeah, maybe because it's off the Clemson game, this can be close. Uh, projects as like a, a demolition, one of the largest point spreads. Uh, I am about 20. Uh, November 4th, uh, our pal Will Brinson might be at this game. Noted NC State alum. Miami at NC State. Miami plays very, if you're listening to these point spreads, Miami plays very, very few toss-up games. Their schedule's pretty polarized, but they have a stretch here where they have a couple of them uh, in three weeks. And this is one. And so these two games ultimately could end up deciding, uh, this game and then the one two weeks from now, uh, the point in the schedule we're talking about, could end up deciding whether they go over their number or not. Uh, at NC State is a very, very small point spread. I think my number is NC State by one, uh, sub three either way, at least right now. I would really like for Miami to be really good this year. Florida State's really good this year. Like, for younger fans, like, don't remember, like, this was, like, the rivalry in college football back That's when, like, amazing. Ken and I were from. And, like, and yeah. like, honestly, it was two words, kind of summed it all up. Wide right with Florida State mm. usually losing at the ends of games on wide right uh, field goal attempts. Uh, Florida State hosts the game this year in Tallahassee. Florida State hosting Miami. Yeah, this is... Um... Very This is by far the most likely loss right now on Miami's schedule. Uh, there is no game uh, where they are projected to be double-digit dogs except this one. The look ahead on this game, again, think about like the rivalry and the history of this game, and think about how good Florida State's supposed to be. The look ahead on this game right now is Florida State by 15 and a half. That's the look ahead market on this game. Uh, I am a big number. Like, I don't think that's crazy. Uh, I am 13 and a half. And uh, I just, you know, we talked about this with Florida's projection also, and we'll do it when we do Florida State's. I just... I really don't agree that Florida State should be rated like this um, for all kinds of reasons when we get into their analysis. 
November 18th, Miami hosts Jeff Brom. Uh, the Jack Plummer is uh, like Jake the Snake. Is he like Jack yeah, the Snack? Jack, Jack the Snack. We did that was our joke last year. Yeah. Jack the, Jack the Snack Plummer. I totally forgot that that was the joke, but it, I mean, I made it last year, so I guess I'll make it this year. Miami hosting Louisville. Uh, this is one of the sort of the two toss-up games that's very likely to determine like how good Miami is. Uh, probably something like a pick or Miami a small favorite. Just depends on how much. Obviously, it's toward the end of the year, so it could go in a lot of directions. But in terms of like the buckets we put games in, I mean, sub-seven either way, a lot of the time. And you got to love when schools end the year in the regular season against a long-time, long-standing rival, whether it be like they've played great games against each other or whether proximity kind of dictates the rivalry. Miami does that here when they visit Boston College. <laughs> and to be fair, like, this kind of sucks for Miami. You're a, a Miami school in South Florida and in like like December, you know, December, uh, November 24th, rather, the week of Thanksgiving. You got to go to Massachusetts and play a football game. Maybe like 30 degrees by then. Um, so I, my number is 11. But like that's, it's the kind of game that Miami blows all the time. And you can just see it's like blowing like the smoke on the sidelines, like because it's cold outside. It just everybody's got like the coats on and they look miserable. So, I mean, it's a projected very likely win for Miami. Uh, a tricky game, uh, one that it, when you hear that I bet they're over, I hope they win. All right. So tell us uh, with Miami's regular season in the books, you told us already kind of like what, what your bet's going to be here. Tell us why you like it and just reiterate it again for us, please, with Miami. Yeah, sure. So uh, they have three really projected very tricky games on their schedule. Um, they can kind of roll out of bed five and zero oh, at least. And uh, so we're going to talk about like a, a set of seven games where three are like the trickiest games. That's A&M. Obviously we talked about that as a big week two game, uh, the Clemson game and Florida state. Uh, I think one thing Miami has going for it. One reason why I think their schedule has tremendous upside is that I think Florida state's incredibly overrated and they host the other two games. They host A&M and they host Clemson. So in terms of like tough road tests, like, yeah, got to go, go to NC state. That's not great. You go to Boston College, whatever. You go to Temple, who cares? You go to North Carolina, who cares, honestly, versus some of the other ACC programs. They've drawn really well here, not just in terms of projected spreads, but just like the way the schedule is likely to set up and range of outcomes for all the teams they play. Um, hosting Clemson and hosting A&M is really, 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 really good versus having to go to their places. Monster home field advantages that are worth a ton to the point spread. And we saw that when they went to College Station last year. And then Florida State's the largest spread of the schedule. Huge rival, cross-state, monster number in the market that I think should be less. I, it's not that Miami has to be really good. I, uh, I can't get to under 7.5, which is what everybody bet on this team. Raw projection is 7.8 and with upside, too. Uh, if the Florida State game ever comes back in play, like let's say I'm right about Florida State and that game comes back into play, all right, they host AM, they host Clemson. Those spreads cannot possibly be that large for that reason, and every other game is in play. So I just think this team has a ton of schedule flexibility that makes them interesting. Uh, I did bet a little over seven and a half. What I would kill for is a seven. It is very unlikely with this schedule, this team wins six games. And I say that knowing that Miami like underperforms literally all the time. Seven and a half is like a pretty low number historically for them. Uh, so last seven years, their win totals, eight and a half, nine, eight and a half, nine and a half, nine, eight. And the last year of Al Golden, which was a disaster, uh, five and a half. And they did win eight games, but I mean, his tenure was not great. So kind of the bar has been set like eight, eight and a half, nine for Miami. Now we're under that in terms of how this has been set. And everyone's betting under anyway. 
that seems like kind of like with Florida, a really good buy low spot. Also, Cristobal, I have no idea. Like, I'm not, this guy's a great coach and I know it. I don't know enough about coaches. He likes to recruit his guys. He likes to have a really physical offensive line. His second year at Oregon, yes, he had Justin Herbert as the quarterback. That was a really big deal. Also, that team won 10 and should have won more than that. Like the Bo Nix game at the start of the year. So, like... Second-year Cristobal team took a huge leap with Oregon. If he gets his guys, offensive linemen, physical players, they steamrolled a bunch of games last year or uh, that year in Pac-12 play. You did not want to play that team. And the year, the week after you played that team, you never covered. That was one of the betting trends of that year is that you got beat up so bad by Cristobal's Oregon team, you didn't cover the next week. That's how bad it was. Man, if Miami's that in the ACC against this schedule, like it's really tempting to think that they could have a monster year. I don't know if playoff is reasonable, probably not, um, but I think like 10 wins is reasonable, uh, which could be division, could be a lot of things. So um, big outcomes on Miami, and that can mean a lot of things. I wouldn't bet them to go to the playoff, and I wouldn't bet them to win the national title, but I would bet them seven big bet over. Seven and a half would also be an over, but shop around. And uh, maybe it's division, maybe it's ACC title. That's probably as, as good as I'm willing to get. Van Dyke Heisman at a big number? Could be. Obviously, if they win 10, it's because the offense played way, 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 way better than they did last year. Um, don't love that as much as some of the other stuff. wonder if Al Golden will be at the Miami Temple game wearing that stupid tie. <laughs> More ACC Lochmas 8 Buckets coming up next.